you have arrived at your destination. Yeah. You want to play Halo. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally at any time, you can just, like, burst open my front door and be like, oh, that, dude, I'm taking a shit in here. It's like, well, wipe. We're going to play Halo. Oh, fine. Oh, all right. Cool. Get that butt. Arms expansion edition. Get that. Hashtag dat butt. Dat butt. <laughs> Arms dat butt. Hoss, what time is it? It's time for me to talk about my new cell phone. It, it is that, because it is time for the new Struck Podcast, and you will probably talk about your cell phone. Uh, no, care. I bought a fucking cell phone. Yeah, okay. Fine. <laughs> so when you you do tech talk sometimes on here. I, well, I can, I can, I'll, I'll say what I got. I won't like belabor okay, you. It's sure. not like when I got that gold iPhone. I was like, dude, yo. <laughs> sure, what'd you get? <laughs> uh, I bought the Galaxy Note 8. Note 8. Note uh, 8 this phone. one is improved mm-hmm. over the uh, Note 7. Hopefully one that uh, doesn't explode. That's the improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I switched. I switched from iPhone. Okay, uh, cool. I, I watched that iPhone announcement, and nothing against Apple. I think those phones are totally fine. Mm-hmm. But like, I looked at them and was kind of bored by the announcement. Sure, I just sure. felt like, eh, even if it's just for one phone, I want to go fuck around a little bit. Right. Yeah. So. Exactly. Uh, but as you saw from the title of this, we're talking the Game Gear. The week. other hot gadget the, I picked the, up the in the other, last week. The other hot new, brand new gadget that yep. you picked up. All uh, the kids are talking about it. Uh, but yeah, no, your friend uh, found a Game Gear in his house. His uh, grandmother's attic. Grandmother's attic, and it was uh, it was a it was a Game Gear with the holder with the game holder system and everything in it. Yep, was like five, four games. Four yeah, five none games. of the good ones, but it had no, five games. It had five games. It had. X-Men on there. It had... Uh, Jungle Strike. Jungle Strike. Which Batman Forever. Batman, oh, Batman Forever. Super Columns and some fucking poker game. And some, <laughs> some fucking poker game. But it had games. So, uh, yeah, you brought that home. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I and, mean, if anything, I wanted to add it to the collection and right. thought, uh, as a dovetail from our Atari Lynx conversation, mm-hmm. this was one of the two primary rivals to it yes. that were color-portable systems at this time. Yes. So there was the Lynx, there was the Turbo Express, Turbo which Express. was the Turbo 16, mm-hmm. uh, and this was uh, yeah. the Game Gear, which is yeah. basically mm-hmm. a portable master system. Yeah. All, um, of, all of which were toppled by the Game Boy, and little green screen. <laughs> Fucking seaweed thing. <laughs> seaweed green screen. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, so that would be fun to talk about that, and the yeah. history of all that goes down. But uh, there has been some news as of late, as we didn't really get to cover any of the news last time, because it was a special podcast where we had the nerd brand and the animation destination along with it, blah, blah, blah. So, um, let's go into the Nintendo Direct uh, thing that happened last week, I want to say. On the yeah, th- I think it was like 13th, last Tuesday, last yeah. Wednesday, something like that. I want to say on the 13th or something like that. So... Uh, Nintendo Direct had a little thing, and they announced some cool stuff. A uh, few ham- surprises in there. A few surprises. Uh, we had the Bethesda announcement. That was the bigger one. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda, we've known since the initial unveiling that they were going to be putting Skyrim on this device. Mm-hmm. Uh, good news about that Skyrim port, if you have any, any interest in ever playing Skyrim again. Right. Uh, the people who played it at uh, Gamescom said in portable mode and dock mode, that game is rock solid at 30 FPS. Nice. Uh, right. And it's got... 
all the visual enhancements from the special edition that they put on the other next-gen consoles. Nice. So this is another example. Granted, this is a six-year-old game. Mm-hmm. This is another example of, that Switch is probably a little more powerful than you think it is. Right, yeah, exactly. The, then when you look at how freaking small it is. Yeah, how small it is, how, how portable it is. And, and how it doesn't do anything else. It's right. not recording your last 20 minutes of gameplay, and right. it's not broadcasting to fucking Twitch. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it's... It just does the game thing. Right, yeah, as as a game system typically does. Uh, <laughs> have, uh, you, have you been to a store recently? Uh, any store? Like what? Like a store that would sell video game systems? Yes, I went to a Best Buy not too long ago. Every video game selling store I've been to has had Switches for weeks. Hmm. And they're like, oh, they're still selling. We just yeah. get them all the time now. Oh, wow. Um, so, oh, yeah. That was another thing on the news uh, from Nintendo as well. Uh, they're recontinuing the Nintendo yeah. Mini. So the, the, the Curious if they fix that fucking power <laughs> port on that thing so you can't just load a shitload of games on it. Right. Um, yeah. W- whatever the reason, I think they finally... I feel like someone raised their hand like in a meeting and was like, well, we could make more money. And they went... Oh, <laughs> more money! More money! Oh, oh! Don't sold us, But uh, no, uh, it was weird that they just decided like after. I think they're just so flush with cash yeah. that the idea of turning on another manufacturing facility is right. trivial, right? And they know, considering they just came off of a 3DS generation which was nowhere near as strong as the DS generation. Right. It sold a lot. Right. It was nowhere near as dominant as that thing was. No. And coming off of Wii U which was a fucking dismal failure. Yes. On, I mean, when you've got some of the best games that Nintendo can ever make and I don't think any of them sold 2 million units sold. Right. You've got a fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, So, even like that excellent Mario Kart game. Right. Like, and yeah, like Mario 3D World, they probably said, like, "Whoa, it sold like four million years." It was bundled in with every goddamn console for a while, right? Like, for yeah. like a year and a half, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and granted, yeah. they won't fucking give out any delicate sales data or anything, right? But they have said that the uh, the SNES Classic on launch day will have more units available. Mm-hmm. Than the entirety of what they shipped for the NES Classic. Right. Yeah. So. So, like, nine? Like, yeah, I 13? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who knows? They're, they're going to make 47 I, of those things. Yeah. <laughs> I have one of 47. They're all individually numbered. What so did they know. end up making? It was, like, 2 million, I think, was, like, all they made of the, the room. I think so. It was, like, 2 million was all they made. It's just, like, they've said significantly. They're worldwide. Right. And they said significantly more this time. Yeah. So, like. And they had, and they rolled back. They said that SNES Classic production will not end at the end of the year, like they had said originally. They said that the NES Classic and the SNES Classic will be ongoing. Yeah. Uh, Well, if they're going to do that, they need to figure out how to get some more goddamn games on those things. Right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, That's great. Um, If you want my casual money, that's the way to get it over. Because I'm not a collector. I know there's plenty of people that are going to be there on release days, camped out to get this thing because they're. Collectors, but if my store's I, got one sitting around, I'll grab it. But I wasn't gonna like go through the, the hassle. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm convinced that there will be a lot of people who go out and buy these. Yeah. To try to upsell them. Oh yeah. I I think that there's enough spurned people 
And I think there are enough people that will be prepared to get one at launch and not like two weeks before Christmas. Right. That I don't think this one will be as bad. Right. Yeah, I don't think it'll be as bad as that one. It just, you know, the, the, the launch didn't help. And I think this is probably them going like, we're not doing this very well, are we? <laughs> well, and, and it, they did it for so long with Amiibos mm-hmm. that you were just like, well, this is just what they want to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to be that weird rarity company. Yeah. yeah it's and, but now that they've got so many systems in the wild and people mm-hmm. are all talking about Nintendo, it's like, yeah. we just sell a lot of these. Yeah. We could just sell Why them. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> it seems people want them. Why don't we just match the demand? Uh, be in the black for the next nine years. They, they did announce that they're bringing that sweet Japanese, up until now, Japanese-only uh, 2DS XL. Right. That white and spice orange. Oh, yeah. Looking yeah. like that spice orange that's, GameCube that's, for Japan. That's mm. right. <laughs> you like that? You like those white consoles. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like those. And white phones. Give me a little. White, g- white any, like, appliance or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's all about it. I want something that's going to match <laughs> nothing I own. Uh, back to the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Hamster will be porting Nintendo Arcade versions of old games. Yeah, it's cool. Interesting. It's like, uh, they're calling it like the Nintendo Play Choice Versus Collection. So it's like Mario Bros. Bros, the original brothers. And Super's going to be in there as well. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But Mario Bros. versus yeah. uh, Balloon Fight versus nice. yeah. Ice Climbers versus Punch Out. Yeah, and I... I don't think they're doing those as a big collection where you buy them as a bundle. I think they're going to sell them separately. Separately. Uh, The cool thing about that, uh, the work that Hamster's going to be doing with that, though, is that they're releasing a a version of Punch-Out! that had only been available Mm -hmm. in arcades. So that two-monitor game uh, will be available, and it will be the first time that you can play arcade Punch-Out! at home. Yeah, with with Wireframe Big Mac. Little Mac. Oh, yeah. Wireframe Little Mac. Uh, but, yeah, it should be cool. I love Ham- that machine. Hamster, also the same team that ports over the Neo Geo stuff on yeah. the Switch right now. A Hamster, so. very prolific yeah. on the PS4 and the Switch yeah. for doing just a really good emulation job. Right, yeah. Because, like, like, last generation, there was some decent work going on with companies like Digital Extreme. Was it Digital Extreme? Digital yeah. Illusion? Whatever the fuck they were. Something like that. Uh, that was... But there were just as many really shoddy ports for, like, the Xbox Live Arcade. Right. Um, that it's good to see somebody uh, accomplished like Hamster is going to be doing this. Since Nintendo yeah. doesn't seem to fucking care about they, porting they their old shit. to care at all, yeah. But granted, <laughs> they have done a virtual console several times now. Maybe they're like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Like, if they, <laughs> if they want to do old games in a new way, I'm excited to see what Nintendo does. And this is just something right. to tide you over for now. Right. So. Exactly. That's cool. Uh, Minecraft on the 3DS. Yeah. Minecraft is coming to the 3DS. Well, I, when we talked about the Bethesda stuff, did I say Doom and Wolfenstein? No, we didn't. Let's go ahead. Oh, and sorry about yeah, that. No, you're fine. Uh, I, I do want to touch on this. Doom 2016 mm-hmm. and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfenstein's going to be late. It's coming next year. Yeah. Uh, they haven't set a specific date, but they just say 2018. Yeah. Uh, but for this holiday season... A version of 2016's second best game of the year, as <laughs> voted by this video game website, Doom, mm-hmm. uh, will be available for the Nintendo Switch, and I just fucking have to see how it is. <laughs> Gotta see how that runs. I'll probably get it, because now it's on a system that I own, so yeah. I'll probably pick that up, because that looks like a really fun game. Yeah. Dr. Samuel Hayden. <laughs> ah, it keeps so good. That soundtrack. 
Uh, it's a solid game. Solid, solid yeah, game. Fucking amazing game. It, like yeah. watching that thirty seconds of gameplay for the Switch trailer, I was like, oh, I'm gonna play that again. and then I reinstalled Doom. You, you've you've played that game seven times, seven though. times all the way through, which is crazy. And I'm not a guy that normally does that. No, 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 not at all. You usually like there's only like a select few games I think that you play that many times over. Hitman, I ended up playing through every mission four yeah. or five times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halo, you'll like to play that. Oh, yeah. I, you, you, yeah. You want to play Halo. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally at any time, you can just, like, burst open my front door and be like, oh, that, dude, I'm taking a shit in here. It's like, well, wipe. We're going to play Halo. Oh, fine. Oh, all right. Cool. Like, skip the wiping. <laughs> <laughs> just duded this couch. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, some about Mario Party? What was the Mario Party announcement? I forgot what it was. Mario Party, uh, I think it's like... 18? Like the 100 best or something. So basically, okay. first of all, this fucking name's a fallacy because they're implying that any mini game would be considered the best. Well, the best of Mario Party. <laughs> That's like good! <laughs> but it's the best of, you know... <laughs> Mario Party's terrible. So yeah, it's basically, for the 3DS... Not their system that you can rip controllers off for and be communal and huddle around a Switch like all those ads showed you. Right. They're making this for the 3DS. Yeah. Um, surprised they haven't announced a Mario Party game for that Switch yet, given the, yeah. the fact that they're like, yo, you, you should buy more Joy-Cons. Right, you should take these Joy-Cons and like hook them up to your Switch, and then you can like have lots more people play a game. And, you know, the... The announcement was, uh, you know, totally fine. Uh, interesting to see that they that they announced a few uh, 3DS games. Right. Like, I know that the 2DS XL just came out, but, I mean, with the rip-roaring fucking success of the Switch... Right. Um, I think you'll be seeing less and less and less announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that the American 3DS owners have uh, in their back pocket that they can hold on to is that... There are like two or three Yokai Watch games that have not come out here yet yeah. for the 3DS, so they can still, over the course of the next few years, to keep that thing alive, mm-hmm. port those. Uh, there's Layton games that haven't come here, Phoenix Wright games that haven't come here. That's true, yeah. Uh, you yeah. can just have a little studio do your, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, call 8-4, the guys that yeah. do all the translation and work. there is a Layton game coming uh, that's focused on the girl, I forget yeah. what it's called, but yeah, that, I think that's one that was... In the original, but it's uh, coming yeah. Out I think now, that so. came out for the 3DS in Japan like two or three years ago. Yeah, but, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there. the latent games just because there's so much dialogue in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, those yeah. games you gotta, trail. You, yeah, you really have to. You really have to dub a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, we were still getting regular DS ones when 3DS games were already out. Right, so. exactly. Uh, so. But you know, it, yeah. the commitment to keep the 3DS alive is surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I mean, every time they sell one of those things, they got to be making pretty good money. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's... That's uh, pretty much all the big stuff from Nintendo Direct, uh, all the big announcements. Yeah, there, was, yeah. there was lots of other stuff. You had... Good some, show! Yeah, you had some footage of uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, which yeah. the Dynasty Warriors version of that, and, uh, you know, got some uh, got some good stuff from there. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you wanted me to write down Lawbreakers. Yes. Lawbreakers for the news. What is... Lawbreakers. Uh, good interview out there. I believe it was Polygon that did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawbreakers is the new Cliff Blazinski joint that came out mm-hmm. a month ago, month and a half ago. Right. Like, fucking nobody's playing this game. Mm. It's a multiplayer-only game. Interesting. And it was just a really interesting story about, like, the ma- uh, the concurrent players. Like, you know, because I was going to mention Battlegrounds later. It broke the Dota 2 concurrent player mark. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, ever. 
Hmm. Um, you know, the highest concurrent players on Dota 2 was during the international, I think, two years ago mm-hmm. when America won when they beat uh, China in the finals. Right. Um, and the the max player count for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds beat the 1.2 million that was Dota's uh, mark and brought up to 1.345. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that thing continues to roll the hell on uh, at an alarming rate. But, you know, Lawbreakers is the other side of this coin. Concurrent players for that game, it's like 118 people. Wow. Yeah. For a multiplayer-only <laughs> game. Right. That you have to pay money for. It's not free. Right, yeah. It's like $30. Yeah. And it's just, there's a really interesting interview with Cliff Blazinski just saying, like, you know, I knew it was going to be hard. If I had to do it over again, I wouldn't uh, launch it right before Destiny comes out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, he also said, you know, just some other somewhat interesting things about, like, you know, he's going to continue to iterate on the game. You know, like, a really good example would be a game like Warframe. Mm-hmm. Warframe is basically Destiny, but free-to-play. Yeah. Um, and Warframe launched and was kind of dead on arrival. Yeah. But they just kept nurturing it and kept throwing content at it. Now that game makes a shit ton of money. Hmm. So if he can continue to iterate on Lawbreakers and uh, free weekends and stuff like that to get people into it, sure, uh, he can end up doing well with this. But uh, there's, like, part of the back of my brain just keeps thinking, like, this ends with him going to that studio at Microsoft that's making gears, doesn't it? <laughs> but I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, but that's that's all I have to say on Lawbreakers. Cool. Just kind of kind of a shame. But like you know, when every game in the world right now yeah. is going multiplayer only, right? Got to pick your shots, gotta, man. Yeah, I got to pick your. I mean, he time. worked on that game for like four years. Brutal. And to yeah. come out and have like, I think he said he's only ever sold seventy thousand copies of it on PC. Jeez. Yeah. And. I can probably cost a lot more than that. It yeah. looks really good. I played it. Right. Yeah. So interesting. All right. Uh, maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll uh, mitigate some more costs later on. So there we go. Uh, correction from last week. Uh, Tencent did not buy into Blue Hole. Yeah, I had said uh, two weeks ago yeah. uh, when I was talking about Battlegrounds. Right. Uh, that just I had regurgitated information that had been going around the internet that uh, Tencent, right, the Chinese conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has purchased a lot of Riot and stuff like that, had right. thrown money in on Battlegrounds. Uh, that is apparently not true. That was just a rumor. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to give some clarity. Blue Hole is still entirely independent, yeah. and the only arrangement that they have is the exclusivity agreement with Microsoft for Battlegrounds. Nice. So. There you go. Cool. Uh, that's all the news. Let's get into what we played uh, these past few weeks here. Oh, you go we? first. Uh, we'll go first. I played Breath of the Wild. finally got into that game. Uh, I've had it for... A few months now. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, finally got off the plateau and uh, had some fun little experiences so far. Um, so, uh, what's the only thing that I've done? I think I went to Kakariko Village. Like, the, well, I've done lots of stuff. That's the thing about this game. I've done lots of things, but I've only ever done like one story based thing, and that's get to Kakariko Village. That's like it. <laughs> it's like, and I talked to. It's a good looking village. It is a good looking village. I, I, I would live there. That's a beautiful village. <laughs> like, climbing that mountain's really cool. Yeah, climbing the mountain's cool. Yeah. Is that the only way to get in? Or is it. Because I came in like the back way. It was interesting. Because like they said, like, oh, you can approach like any town. Like, I, this is when the. 
game wasn't even out. Well, you can, you can approach you can straight and, up climb that mountain. Right, exactly. And that's what I did. I climbed the back of it and I came out like towards the back. You didn't I take the mountain to... pass where you no. can talk to the guy that no. you can exchange the seeds with? I left that going oh. that way, but I did not follow upwards that way. That's I, the way I went to. Yeah, see, I, I, I climbed up the back and I came out like this little like waterfall towards the back, like behind the shrine oh. where Impa's at. So I was like, oh, and it was just like Kakariko Village. I was like, oh, cool, interesting. But then I noticed that, like, oh, this is where I was supposed to come through. Did you uh, talk to the big guy? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. yeah, where you exchange the seeds yes. and get uh, upgrades on your armor and stuff yes. like that, which is cool. It's very um, important for you. Yes, to do that. very important, yes. He's um, going to leave soon. Oh, and really? That's going to be important for you. Oh, interesting. All right. He's going to be going to a place, and when he tells you where he's going, yeah. go there. Okay, gotcha. It's cool. It's good for your character development. Oh, cool. I like that. Um, car driving by. We have the window open. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful here in Louisville, Kentucky. It is very nice weather out. Um, but, um, so I played that. Uh, I tamed a few horses. Well, I just tamed like a few horses or whatever. I don't know how to save a horse, if that's a you, thing. You uh, ride to the stable. Okay, gotcha. Didn't know that. Alright. So I just tamed a few horses. I, I actually saved... Well, I... I did you name any of yours genuine? No, I haven't. I haven't named them yet. Uh, so that's the thing. I, I when you actually register them, that's right, when you name that's them. when you name them. Yeah, that's, I haven't done that yet because I was trying to figure out how to register them, and I love the fact that I'm just learning to do stuff like out yeah. of nowhere. It's fantastic. So I was like floating down at one point, and like on my parasail, and I noticed two bokoblins like riding horses, like. Oh, yeah chasing down like a, a goat or something and I was just like oh I'm gonna take them out and I just jumped down and like pulled out my giant broadsword and just like smashed the ground they both went flying off and I killed them both and then I stole one of their horses and I thought that was pretty rad that's so, pretty hard <laughs> that like, I was pretty okay with that um Have and you then been struck by lightning <laughs> I haven't been struck by lightning yet no uh, I did experience a blood moon that terrified me. Yeah. Uh, didn't know what was going on. I uh, <laughs> like I was in Kakariko Village and then I was swallowed by shadows and then it said the blood moon's here, man. Uh, and, and all those like, guys respawn and they're way stronger. Yeah, yeah, and it's brutal. But yeah, it was interesting. Um, so I've basically just been exploring like everything. Like I have like a little mission point to go to, which is like the cold weather place or whatever, um, like the big mountains or whatever. And I went there. Uh, initially, I was just kind of like going like around and stuff. Like, I'll go over here, I'll fight these guys, get their treasure. I'll go to this little temple, get some more orbs. And I'm just going to climb this here mountain here and uh, get up here. And uh, I just wanted to beeline it towards the thing, right? See what's what. Right. So I just wanted to beeline it. So I was just climbing this mountain and I got to the giant valley right before you get to like basically like the the, the stones pass where like in 300. Where it's like, it's like oh, this is the only place to enter this this cold area, and I'm like, I don't have any, I have some spicy food, but I don't have any clothes, I should probably get clothes first, but, oh, well, I'll just travel down there, see what's up, and I'm like, oh, there's an enemy, I'll defeat him real quick. Uh, that enemy was this giant centaur beast ogre monstrosity, yes. and he one-shotted me. <laughs> was he a Lionel? Uh, yes, I believe it was a Lionel, yeah, it was amazing, I was just like, I was like, oh, I'll just defeat, because I'm like up on a mountain, right? And I'm just like, I'm just like, I'll just surf down there real quick. And I do my little surf trick, and I'm like, that guy seems to be getting much bigger. <laughs> like, and he's this hulking monstrosity. And he just comes over to me, and fires a lightning arrow right at me, and kills me. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm uh, not gonna fight him. <laughs> so, 
So I marched down the other way, and I've just been basically, like, exploring, like, the rivers. So good. Just, just going to... I have, like, nine orbs right now that I haven't even cashed in. I'm just... I'm literally just exploring everything. five to upgrade your health? Uh, four. Four to upgrade, yeah. Four to upgrade either your health or your stamina. Stamina. So, yeah. So, uh... I, yeah. I don't worry about stamina. Yeah. I, I... I... First thing I did was pop in my stamina for the first the first one you get, so... The, the number one thing I would say is that... Yeah. You need to get to 12 hearts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm... You, you need to. Well, yeah. It's I mean, story necessary. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know one part about it. So, okay. yeah. So, it's interesting. Which I love, by the way. I'm not going to spoil that for anything. We can talk about that later on. Uh, spoilers for Breath of the Wild. The expansion's out by now, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> the expansions are well, out. Well, the, the first one is. Yeah. Uh, the... Yeah. The Master Trials, so... Yeah. Yeah. The the champions of whatever... Wait, is that out? Yeah, Master Trials is out. I, I didn't know that. I believe it is. Isn't it? The one where it you, is. The one where you play as the other people? No, no. Champions is that one. The Master, oh, okay. The Master Trials... Yeah, is Master used. Trials has been out for a couple of months. Okay, okay. yeah. Yeah, Master Trials. I, I didn't buy the season pass for that game, because the sad part is, I don't think I'm ever going to play that game again. Right. But I played that game for like 300 hours. Yeah. I think I'm good. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't need to go back uh, the for $20. Other, <laughs> uh, the other thing I played was I played that Metroid 3DS game. What's it called? Uh, Samus Returns. Samus Returns. That is a solid game. Yeah. Uh, I haven't cool. bought it yet. Uh, it's got some cool new mechanics to it, which is really cool. Uh, I played it like sort of like in between. Uh, I'm I'm holding out uh, for buying it. Yeah. Uh, because I'm hoping that I can find the yeah. a- uh, amiibo two pack. Yeah. Soon. Right. Um. Yeah. So I can start the game on hard. Right. I don't gotcha. want to play it on normal. Okay. Yeah. Um. Mm. And that's the only way you can get fucking hard that's is by owning those damn amiibos. Interesting. That's a little weird. That people know of anyway. Now, right, if I end yeah. up hearing people say, oh, you can unlock it this way, then fine. Right, yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'm fine with playing through it on normal to get to there, but I, right. I really just want to play it on hard. Right, yeah. Um, uh, there's some cool mechanics. It's got uh, it's got that, the... Um, that uh, swing? This, yeah, the, the, the Counter-Strike, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, each Every enemy has... Parry. Yeah, parry. Every enemy has sort of a striking uh, attack for you. And they all do it with, like, a visual cue of, like, a motion. Uh, and then you just hit the, the X button to parry, and you basically counter it. It's the God of War it, thing. Of it, <laughs> exactly. So it knocks him away, goes into slow time, and you just blast him, like, as many times as possible. It's, like, kind of an insta-kill for him. And it, it's cool. he, it yields more, like, uh, you know, like, uh, stuff. Missiles so like and health. Missiles and health and stuff like that. It yields more of that when you yeah. do it, too. So they incentivize you to do it that way because it's way easier to kill an enemy. Uh, to do it that way, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I like that game. I played literally uh, about ten minutes of it, but it was really fun. So, well, if it was enough for you to look at it and go like, "Well, that seems high quality," then yes. that's a good sign. Exactly. I'm gonna. Uh, buy, I'm I'll gonna definitely be playing it, and I'm pretty positive that will end up somewhere probably on my top ten list this year, just because yeah. I'm a Metroid spaz. And yeah. somebody says, "Yo, this is totally Metroid." I'm like, All right, good, <laughs> good. I'm gonna play that Metroid game, and it'll. Like, I, I'll probably end up just handcuffing and saying, like, Metroid Samus Returns and M2R arm. <laughs> one of these two games, one official, one not. Yes. Uh, and it's an interesting look. I mean, like, you know, once I finish Samus Returns, it'll be really interesting for me to compartmentalize and think about, like, AM2R as mm-hmm. one game. Right. And Samus Return as, as another game for them both to be telling the same stories and be remakes of the same game. Mm-hmm. Like, how they compare and contrast, I think would be really fun. Yeah. Cool. 
There you go. Uh, what have you played, Hoss? First, I want to start with what I watched. Yes. Me and Lady Friend watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It's a good movie. I like that movie. I, there's one bit about <laughs> that that made me laugh the hardest. And it's yeah. it's something that most people probably didn't ever really pay too much attention to. Mm-hmm. But every time a new character would meet Rocket Raccoon, yeah. they would call him a different animal. Yes. <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> They'd call him a panda, a trash a, panda, a trash panda, uh, a, a rat, rat, a dog. A dog. Can I pet your dog? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah, like Batista's fantastic in it. Yeah, he's real good. Um, yeah. They Kurt Russell is amazing in that movie. Kurt Russell's really good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like that Kurt Russell. You know, spoilers for his character in that movie, mm-hmm. chooses to become a man mm-hmm. and still makes it to where he has to take a shit. <laughs> and I think that's funny. It's true. Uh, but, yeah, I I enjoyed that film. I think some people were maybe a little harsher on it than maybe it deserved. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, that last, that last act is maybe a yeah. little longer than it needs to be. But I think longer. overall, I think it's better yeah. than the last act of the first movie. The last, yeah, the, I agree. The last it, act of that first movie is too much like every fucking superhero movie. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's what I think. Is it forgets the, the good part. There, there's so, like, there's so many, like... The third act is typically the the worst act of any superhero movie, like uh, out of the Marvel. Run, oh yeah, the Marvel and DC run. Third act, even if it's good, it's still the worst part of like it. Like the third like, act in Civil War, where yeah. they're like, "Oh, we're just gonna hit each other and want to cry." <laughs> like, fuck. Um, but there's a lot of there, there's there's a lot of emotion in the third act of uh, Guardians that I think works a lot. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's just it it does go on a bit too long, but still, Group yeah, fucking rips. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's great. It's a good time. I like, the, I like the opening. Right. I love the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think there's a miss in there. But yeah. that, that's just what I wanted to say. Is you, yeah, uh, oh, and I saw It. Oh. Did, I, did I see It before I... No, I haven't heard you say It. Is that good? Is it bad? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Really good. Is the uh, is the weird child sex scene in it? Like no. in the book? Okay. Uh, so that actually made it lose some stars. Right, that's, yeah. No, <laughs> that was no... Whoa, no, whoa, no. That's, that's even off-color for me. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Not no. off-color for Stephen King, though. Weird sex pervert. He has guy. said since then that he's like, I really regret writing that. Yeah. It's real weird. <laughs> uh, but, like... It... Yeah. The weird thing about the miniseries, the book, and this new movie mm-hmm. are that they are three very different tellings of the same story. Right. But they're all totally valid. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Awesome. Uh, but oh, uh, one thing that I w- I've been watching that I wanted to mention, um, uh, Inside of You by Michael Rosenbaum, uh, which is a podcast that he does. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum being uh, Lex Luthor from uh, Smallville. Okay. Uh, fantastic, fantastic dude. Uh, real, 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 like, chill guy. I always, like, whenever I saw him in interviews, I was always kind of like, oh, that's a guy I would want to hang out with, like, of any celebrity. Uh, he has these fantastic, uh, interviews with, um, with, uh, Eli Roth, like, just a bunch of his buddies, basically. Uh, Eli Roth, Tom Welling from Smallville, and it's just great stories, and he does these brilliant impressions. He actually talks about... Uh, being on Guardians 2 because he's the guy that's the diamond-faced dude that's next to Stallone okay. the whole time. And uh, so you never get to really see his face, but he's that guy. And he's, like, huh. on stage, and, like, they had just, like, put a bunch of spots on him and, like, put a diamond over him. Uh, and so he basically got to hang out with Sylvester Stallone a lot. 
So he like now has a Stallone impression that he does, and it's fucking great. It's so, like, it's like, so, 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 they both had the same back doctor. They both had back pains, uh, and cool. they had the same back doctor because apparently there's like one really good back doctor in L.A. And he's just like, so does he ever call you back when you call him? He's like, yeah, he calls me back all the time. He never calls me back. <laughs> like, 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 he's like, well, I might have my surgeries to do. Who's got surgeries going on at 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> it's just great stuff. Who's got surgeries going on at 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> like, why are you calling at 11? It's like, it's like, 11. <laughs> like good old Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, uh, I, I've goodbye. never heard anything other than Sylvester Stallone being the sweetest man yeah, on the planet, yeah. which which is good considering that Hollywood's full of fucking assholes. Yeah, unless you talk to Richard Gere, apparently they hate each other. Right. I don't know if they hate each other anymore, but they did back in the day. Apparently, they had like a whole big fight, and he like uh, Richard Gere like sprayed like like ketchup on him, and he got fired from that movie. And it was apparently Stallone that perpetuated the gerbil rumor. So, <laughs> if you've never heard the Richard Gere gerbil rumor, I I can know where that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, fun fact about that. But anyway, he has pet gerbils. Yeah, he has pet, ger- his pet gerbils. That's the rumor. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I thought he was more of a guinea pig kind of guy. Right. Exactly. So what have you played, Hoss? You've played. Um, I touched on this a little bit at the end of the podcast last week. Right. I uh, kind of wanted to go into just a little bit more detail. We don't have to belabor this for sure. very long. Sure. Uh, but yeah, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Strategy game with Mario. You should buy that game. I probably will buy that game. It looks really fun. That is a very good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a very good-looking game. Yeah. It's very emotive. Yeah. Uh, it's very... It's funny considering it's coming from Ubisoft and runs on right. the Divisions engine. Right, yeah. But it looks and feels... Mario. So Mario. Yeah, it does, yeah. Um, I, I'm i shocked that the Rabbids are as funny as that they are. I don't... I, I wasn't bowled over by their humor in this, but, you know, other people were, and I'm apparently just a dick. Right. Well, that's the thing. Is but like, they're totally fine. Per- totally serviceable for you. Yeah, uh, but, like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's, like... Because, like, like, I hate the minions, as everyone should, right? Um, and they're sort of, like, minion-esque in well, that realm. Say, now they're Don't say that to Olga. Like yeah, right. She loves the minions. I know that. But no, I, lots she of has people them on her car. Lots of people love the minions. Minions, and I, minions. <laughs> Everyone loves the minions. Uh, lots of people do. Uh, lots of people hate them too, and lots of people are getting sick of them. Um, oh, I'm, but the thing I haven't even I, seen the movies. Right, yeah, sick of them. right. But the rabbits, I don't. They they pull it off because they're ugly. Like I don't know. It's just like it's weird because like they're not like trying to be cute. Like well, and and somebody at Ubisoft is sitting there going like. With the, with the minions thing going, we did that first. God damn it! It's true. It's hundred percent true. They did do it first. It was like it was like two years before. All we needed like, was Steve Carell in a movie. We'd be rich. We'd be rich right now. Uh, did you know why the minions are, are have blue overalls? They're originally going to have black overalls. Best Buy paid billions of not billions, but like hundreds of millions of dollars to Despicable Me. Huh. To change it to blue so that they could have the blue and yellow uh, color scheme and have like j- like marketing uh, stuff beside it. Yeah, that's the reason they have blue overalls because they paid a bunch of money. Weird, weird little factoid there. Um, but yeah, um, when I think minions. I think right. yo, we should go buy an LED TV. Right, but Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle looks real fun. Uh, the Game Grumps played it horribly. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was real bad to watch. Um, they, uh, it's, it's super solid. I, I don't, like, 
I like the dash move. You dash through them. You can do all that stuff. Like it, I'm sure there's like other moves that are introduced like later on because the, the team like, bounce moves are really yeah, good. yeah. The bounce moves cool. there's there's just yeah. a lot of really good, really fast yeah tactical strategy in right. this game. Right. And uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I I have now finished it. I don't know if I'm going back. Oh yeah, you finished it already? Wow. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I I wow. fucking mainline that thing. Huh. Uh, and got, is it short or is it is it fairly short? Like forty hours wow. plus. I played maybe twenty more, trying to get as many perfects as I could. Wow! There we go. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was I playing it like every night. I can't blast through games like that anymore. That's, uh, that's uh, that one's really easy to do. Sure, sure, it is. A, it does seem like to be an easy. Uh, game, so. Believe yeah. it or not, like Zelda, always yeah. played it in like twenty minute chunks. Mm. But for some reason, Mario and Rabbids. That yeah. is a game that when I sit down, I'm like ah. Here we go. It's like a hug <laughs> from an old friend. Yeah, it doesn't seem like labor intensive. Well, it's, or like, and it's like yeah. a faster yeah. Fire Emblem. Right, yeah. And right. the speed up is just fast enough. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I loved it. Nice. I, uh, I can't recommend that game high enough. Cool. Uh, it is the second best game available on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. There we go. Uh, First being Breath, obviously. So Yes. Yeah. Um, you also played Destiny 2. Yes, I'm not raid ready yet, but I finished the bulk of the campaign and uh wow. Yeah. 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 That's a way better destiny. <laughs> like and here's the shocker. Yeah. The thing I wanted them to do that they did that it turns out doesn't fucking matter and they could have not done it, I wouldn't have cared either. <laughs> putting like a like a narrative storyline in there that's sure. like you know, got big characters and shit. Yeah. I'll give Fuck! <laughs> I just show up and like, yo, I'm here for the murder. I'm here for murder and stuff. What was it gameplay wise that they changed that made it better than the, the last? There's all right. So instead like, of everybody talks about the bland story from the first one and like the the zero effort on that. The missions right. are much tighter. Right. There's a lot less time mm-hmm. in this game. Time is the thing. You're not bopping out to fucking orbit mm. and going to the fucking tower all the time. Gotcha. Like, yeah. just all this time yeah. that you would spend not fucking doing anything is right. all gone. Right. And the areas now, instead of being just like these big empty boxes like the Cosmodrome with sort of fucking nothing to do in them. Right. They're much like tighter corridors. There's a lot more verticality to them. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, it's still just you fighting trash mobs to get somewhere. Right. But... It's better, it's quicker, it's mm-hmm. tighter, it's yeah. still one of the best shooting games on the planet. Yeah. If you have absolutely any interest in ever trying a Destiny game, yeah. you should play this one. Yeah, uh, they, they never, yeah, I don't think any critiques ever criticize the actual gameplay or game feel of the first one. It was all just the substance of it and like what you did with it, because it yeah. was literally going back to the same spot fighting the same guys and, and bland and bland. <laughs> bland objectives yeah exactly uh, a completely With unattainable the, story yeah <laughs> like, what is even fucking happening bland pink uh <laughs> when, whenever like man stop giving nathan fillion fucking work <laughs> Like, I don't get, want him not get work <laughs> get him actor work okay don't yeah. get him voice actor work voice actor, voice he work. is terrible <laughs> What is it about Nathan Fillion's voice work that you dislike so? It's so fucking hammy. Okay. It's like, I just keep waiting for his character to just stare at the screen the whole time and go, it's funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Do you think that's more directional problems, maybe? Because like, there's like, think, oh, he's a fun guy. I'll I, do this wink at the and camera. And I bet half the stuff know? that he says, like, if yeah. you saw him in real life doing it, right. it would be fine. Right. It, His emotive nature, like, in yes. Castle... That right. character is fucking annoying, he, but with his, you know, kind of... Charming face. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, that... Swagger about him. That yeah, that yeah. fucking shitty rogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. No, it's it's the Bruce Campbell effect, because Bruce Campbell is very much the same way. Yeah, he, Han Solo. He, he's, yeah, Han Solo. He's an asshole, but yeah. he's a likable asshole because yeah. he's got swagger to Indiana him. Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana Jones. He's going to have a short round. Yeah, exactly. He's he's kind of a jerk, Indiana Jones. Like, just mm. kind of a kind of a jerk, you know? What type of love, Dr. Jones? Dr. Jones? Ah, oh, man. Uh, that's a prequel. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Destiny 2. There we go. Boom. Did Loved it. it. That's all of it. Got it. Loved We're it. in. We're in. Uh, Game Gear. The Sega Game Gear. Sega! Um, yeah, did you have any friends who had a Game Gear? I had one friend who had a Game Gear. Um, I barely ever saw that friend. I think it was more like my brother's friend or my friend's friend. Um, so I maybe looked at the Game Gear maybe twice, and I think it was, uh, I think it was a Sanic game. I think it was Sanic 2. Yeah, I believe it, game I believe it came bundled with Sonic. Right, it came bundled with Sonic, I believe. But yeah, I, I remember that, uh, because I had a few friends that were Sega nuts. I was always the Nintendo house, but, uh, a few friends, that's where I played typically the Sega stuff on. So, you know, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, well, I've, so I played one for the first time today. I played yours. Um, I played some really good games. Holds up super well. Uh, I played some, well, it's, it's a little unfair, um, because I played some really awful games. I played X-Men, which was just abysmal. I didn't, the first level's a sewer level, if that tells you anything. Uh, usually you have to go through at least one decent level to get to a crappy sewer level, but this one was immediately like, oh, you're in the sewer. Oh, Cool. I'm immediately in shit town. This is great. Yeah, that that X Men um, game. Oh man, I was really impressed by the soundtrack. Yeah, it was real good. That was it the Batman no, one. No, the Batman one was the real. Woo! Oh man, the Batman Forever game. I couldn't get past the first screen on the Batman Forever game because I didn't know how to activate the grappling hook, which is you know. Did your suit have nipples? Can uh, you tell? Probably did. Now he didn't have the bat nipples until Batman and Robin. The oh, he had sequel. the butt form. He had the butt form in. Uh, in Joel Batman Schumacher Christ. was just getting consistently more aroused. Basically, that was the entirety of uh, the bat suit. Was just Joel Schumacher getting aroused. Uh, a decent director was not good in those in either of those. No. Uh, <laughs> I remembered being a child, and I was like twelve, and thinking like. Batman Forever's fine. I don't know why people hate it. And like returning to it like maybe five years later and going yeah. like, fuck, I was an idiot. I was a moron. I did the same thing. I was just kind of like, oh, okay, it's good. And no, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> just Jim Carrey, just yeah. them saying like, you know the mask? Just be that. Yeah, yeah just do do the exact same thing you do in Ace Ventura. Can you mask. say somebody stop me? Is that is that copyright? All right, uh, come up with a different phrase. <laughs> cool. Um. So yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is in that movie. Jones, yes. I. He's better than that. Does he just say yes to whatever? I feel like he just says yes to whatever and doesn't. But care. he does like some really good stuff. He does. I. You can tell when he's had a kid because he just didn't wait. Like the years in which he had children because he's just in like everything and then. Yeah. And yeah. Well, and at the same time, he's also in all those Centauri um, uh, whiskey commercials in yes, Japan. That's true. They love him. They love him in Japan. Yeah, and he'll do those for a buck. So. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, so I played some games on that thing. I played Jungle Strike, I played X-Men, and I played Batman Forever. So that is not, I think, very telling of the system itself. Indec- it's indicative Indic- of yeah. the overall quality of that entire system. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah, it ho- I think it holds up control-wise. I think everything controlled just fine. Um, I could figure out what I was doing with everything. The screen is harsh, but... Yeah, that... Oof. Yeah, which, you know, old time. It wasn't great then. No. Real rough now. It's real rough now. It... It's it's sort of on par with that SP screen that I have that I was yeah. playing Fusion on because that was brutal. Um, yeah. So, uh, what do you have to say about the Game Gear, Haas? That was my first experience with the Game Gear. What do you got to say about the Gong? Um, the Game Gear, uh, as we said back in our Atari Lynx episode, I wanted a Lynx. Right. I wanted that big sub sandwich looking fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but brief soon after the Lynx came out. For its exorbitant price tag, mm-hmm. uh, and the Turbo Express was coming out right around the same time. Right, Sega released the Game Gear. Right, the Game Boy was ninety nine bucks. Mm-hmm. The Game Gear was only one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, accessories were a lot. The games were more expensive. Right, but on average, you had a good start. Right, you had the Sega marketing machine, which at mm-hmm. this point was at a fucking fever pitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was high. You know, the you know Super Nintendo was not out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that second wave of Nintendo enthusiasm hadn't really kicked in. Yeah. The, uh, the Game Boy actually started kind of slow. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. the Game Gear, everybody was pretty sure that just like the Genesis yeah. had before it, it was going to leap out to the early lead and just kind of ride it out. Right. Um, that didn't necessarily happen. The, yeah. uh, the Game Gear is one of the most successful non-Nintendo handhelds. Yes. As far as units sold at over 10 million. 10 million, yeah. In its lifespan. But the, the penetration there is just nowhere near right. where it needed to be for that to have long-term success. Right. The primary contributing factors... Behind that system having issues, it for a car trip it used six AA batteries yeah. and it used them quick. Yeah, uh, so that turned off a lot of parents. It just mm-hmm. became synonymous when it, when you close your eyes and think Game Gear. If you're not thinking AA batteries, you've never owned one. <laughs> yeah. um, so they had to make all kinds of external batteries and dumb shit for it and yeah. car adapters, and, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't a very elegant solution. Right. Uh, the second thing that uh, was an issue for it is that where that thing was basically, as I said earlier, a master system under the hood, mm-hmm. the, it, brought a, it brought about a lot of ports of master system games, right. which just weren't brands that resonated very well. Like We got some sure. ports of like Wonder Boy yeah. uh, from the master system, which is the Sega version of Adventure Island. Right. Whenever yes. Adventure Island was on any other platform, it was, it was Wonder called, Boy. It was Wonder Boy, yeah. Uh, not a lot of people actually know no, that in the yeah, States. Exactly, yeah. Um, so if you ever see a Wonder Boy game, yeah. you'll get that. You get that, um, yeah. I want to get that new one. I haven't played it yet. I, played I heard it. it's really good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the the fact that that thing was handcuffed to the Master System, it was genius because you had the system that you could shrink down, mm-hmm. then... You knew how to work for, so your developers right. making games for it would already have experience. Right. Uh, but the big the big issues is that the game, the system just got like bad versions of a lot of 16-bit stuff or good ports of Master System stuff that 
that that system with that screen and how low the refresh rate is and how bad the ghosting is on that screen. Yeah. Like the stuff that Sega does well, like, you know, blast processing and Sonic running real fast and shit like that. Yes. It made those games look way worse than they were. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I remembered liking the system. I still wanted my links. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did not uh, get down on a Game Gear until much later. Mm-hmm. Now, once the Nomad came out... Yeah. The Nomad is the follow-up to the Game Gear. Right. The Nomad is pretty similar looking to a Game Gear, and it took a lot of the mistakes that they learned and kind of in, in took them internally. The Nomad has a better screen. Yeah. The Nomad plays Genesis games. Yeah. Like straight up Genesis straight games. Up Genesis just plug games. right into it. Yeah. And it has the six buttons six button on the front so you can play Street Fighter. Yeah. Uh, and that was just a heck of a system. It also had a controller port in it. So even on the handheld, somebody else could plug your controller in and you could play two player Mortal Kombat. Right. Uh, and it had a TV out. So right. you could use that as your controller for when you plug when it into, you plug the, TV. into the TV. Yeah. So uh, that was a cool device. Yeah. Uh, that kind of wish that they would have took that thing a little bit more seriously. Pretty prolific for the time, actually, for a lot of things. Because like for plugging it into the TV directly, like straight yeah. up, like that's way different. That's the switch. Yeah, it's a switch basically. Uh, you know, and several and a few other things. But I mean, you know, uh, anything with an HDMI port. But um, you know that you couldn't do that with the Game Boy unless you had the Super Game Boy. That was so. Yeah. You had to wait for the Super NES to come out before that was even a thing. And Super Game Boy was, what, the third launch of games in that? I think it was way far, way further, wasn't it? I don't think it was, like, one of the first runs of Oh, games. Super Game Boy? Super that was, Game like, Boy, 93, yeah. 94? Right. It was late. So it was late, uh, yeah. did, The States never got the Game Boy Player 2, did it? That we no, Game Boy Color we, games. No, we didn't. Uh, but I think I have Color, one of those yeah. carts. The, the Game Boy Color, I think they opted was just a little, was uh, successful enough without it, and they didn't need it. Plus, uh... SNES was kind of going away, and they were moving towards the 64. So, yeah. you know, they had that thing going on. Typically, they'll just ditch something, which is how those rare games happen, typically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking at this new Wonder Boy. It looks great, actually. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw it on the Switch store, and, like, I'm going to probably pick that up. But anyway, sorry. That's up your alley. Yeah, yeah it's, it seems way up my alley. Now, the, the interesting thing about the Game Gear, one of the things that actually kept it alive mm-hmm. uh, for quite a while longer than it probably would have otherwise... Right. Uh, ...is that because you could port to and from it... Yeah. ...for Master System... Right. Uh, ...the Master System actually lived on in other countries for a very long time. Yeah. Like, until, like, 94, 95. Interesting. So, right around the time, I believe 95 is when the Nomad came out, and then 96 was when they officially killed the Game Gear. Right. Um, I ended up buying a Game Gear when they were blowing them out, mm-hmm. and I got it for, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. And then the games were, like, $5 a piece. And right. I lost it in a move sometimes, so I was kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, but I had a pretty good collection of games. One of them is apparently the rarest game on the system. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I had a copy of Gunstar Heroes for it, and that was fucking Oh, sick. really? Gunstar Heroes? That was a good Heroes. version of Gunstar Heroes. Nice. There we go. Uh, I love Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes is a good game. Uh, I'm surprised you played that, considering you're not a Sega guy. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I, we did have a Sega Genesis, but it was, like, later on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my dad bought us one. So, uh, like, me buying a Game Gear. Yeah, basically, yeah. And, like, I was kind of, like, I was kind of, like, opted that one because, um, uh, you know, my brother had the had the SNES. We both kind of did, but it just—I was sort of like I, I, I latched onto a few games from the Sega from the the Genesis. 
uh, X-Men 2, uh, that terrible Jurassic Park game. I played a lot of that piece of garbage. Uh, it's so bad. Um, Streets of Rage 2, which is one of the best games ever. Uh, you know, stuff like that, so. The, uh, uh, your experience with getting a Genesis late yeah. is very similar to my experience mm-hmm. of having birthday money and buying a Turbo Graphic sixteen oh my God. for forty nine dollars. Wow! Wish I still had that fucking Turbo Graphics because yeah. now be worth, they're kind of worth some money. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I ended up buying a Turbo Graphics and uh, got Splatterhouse and Bonk because that was the only two games I could recognize the names of on that right. system. Yeah. And thinking that the packing game Keith Courage was fucking dog shit. <laughs> Every time that they like emulate Turbo Graphics and they're like, oh, we're gonna have like Virtual Console uh, Turbo Graphics games. One of the first ones they always announced is fucking Keith Courage. I'm like, that game is shit. It was shit then. Shit now. I never played Keith Courage. That and is it China Warrior where you're the giant man? (laughs) You're like a fucking screen filling dude. Mm, Uh, But yeah, TurboGrafx had good games. It's just sure. Splatterhouse and Balk are both fine. Yeah, they were both good games. Yeah, well, and, but Google didn't exist then, so I couldn't like look up like what's right. a good gr- what, turbo yeah, graphics. Yeah, yeah, what's game? good? Yeah, what what are they like? And I can't like that's it's like when I'm like looking for games for 3ds, I Google oh hidden gems on the 3ds because there's obviously the ones like you know like oh the friggin' uh, uh, the popular ones and everything, but I want yeah. the hidden ones. I want the yeah. good ones that are or just the DS in general actually because I want. Uh, well, I mean, you've already got one of the best games on the system. You got Box Boy. I got Box Boy. Now what you need to do is you need to play some P-Cross. Yeah, I do need to play some P-Cross. P-Cross yeah. fucking rips. P-Cross looks fun. I need to play some P-Cross. That seems really fun. Yo, they need to make a new P-Cross game for the Switch. Yeah, yeah. That'd be all right. That'd be all right. Cool. Uh, yeah, so is there anything else? Is, do you want to do a thing about uh, the Game Gear? So. There's not really a thing with that one. The The mm-hmm. issue with the Game Gear, uh, you know, I'll I'll give the, the state of the union with that thing. It yeah. came out really hot. It had all the stuff working in its favor. Full color screen. Mm-hmm. It had that TV tuner for it. So if, say you're on a road trip. Yeah. You could watch TV on the go. And right. portable televisions were not really a fucking thing. Right. And, you know, they they had exclusive content like Joe Montana football. And mm-hmm. you got Madden on there. And right. NHL. And Sonic the Hedgehog. And Mortal Kombat. And, nice. you know, it's just, it kept ticking all these boxes. But there was... Already forming a stigma around Sega mm-hmm. by around 92, 93. Right. Because, you know, once people in... Uh, was it 91 for the SNES? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 91. In 91, SNES. once people actually got their hands on that thing, and, they, and everybody kind of said, I think this thing's probably way more powerful than that is. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't, but yeah. the things that it did you had never seen before. Right. Um, so I think there was just this... Was that really 91? Good God, it was. Yeah. That's crazy. 26 years ago. Man. Well, it, it just seems like it came out later for some reason, but... I, well, yeah, I think, I mean, like, by 94, yeah. these things were basically already kind of done. Yeah, you're right. You know, yeah. like, 89 was when the fucking Genesis mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. so the Game Gear, like, I think it was a victim of... Sega having spent so much money to market the Genesis to counteract Nintendo... right. That they kind of accidentally starved a child. Mm, yeah. And I think that, that system deserved a better shake than it did. I also right. think that game, by and large, other than like, you know, there's a good port of like Space Harrier on there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those Sonic games are totally fine. Mm-hmm. 
but there was a there was a lack of oh shit, this thing's got Tetris. Like columns right. is nowhere near as good. Right. Yeah. You know, there's some Puyo Puyo stuff mm-hmm. uh, or Baku Baku, 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 which is basically Puyo Puyo yeah. except with animals. Yeah. And they. You know, like, so if you put, yeah. like, the rabbit next to a line of carrots yeah, and yeah, eats yeah. the carrots. Right. Yeah. Baku Baku's all right. Nice. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they, you know, there was some some good stuff there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, Nintendo had Mario on a portable. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Mario Land was a very good game. They yeah. had Tetris, which was a very good game. Yeah. They had Motocross Maniacs, which might be the, the most underrated Game Boy game of all time. I would actually like to do a podcast on Motocross Maniacs at some time. Right. It's fucking awesome. All right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I I think that the, uh, the Game Gear... It was the first miss in a series of about nine yeah. that ends with the death of that company it's as we true. knew it. It's true. It's very true. Uh, the, it led into the... Um, I, what led in after that? We had the... And there were some that were decent ideas. You had... Uh, well, what were the two attachments for the Genesis? Uh, well, hang on. Let's start here. Right. The Genesis 1 right. had the high-quality audio chip in it. Yes. The Genesis 2 did not. So yes. the game sounded worse. Right. That was not as noticeable to most people. Mm-hmm. I most noticed people, yeah. it. I fucking hate the way the Genesis 2 and 3 sound. Right. 3 is even worse. Is I think it? it sounds like garbage. Yeah. I mean, All right. So that was an issue, but didn't affect it. Like, right. I would actually say the Genesis 2 outsold the 1 right. and was widely hailed it as a great system. Yeah. So, uh, but, and they were all still interoperable. It was just a redesign, like the PlayStation Slims and shit like that. Right. Um, but the Game Gear... Is a miss. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it a miss, even though yeah. it's the second most it, successful. Right. It was probably successful for the company, but it didn't do what it, they want. They wanted to talk. If it game wasn't play. successful, they'd have pulled right. the plug before '96. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But with only 10 but million they, units out there, they, they wanted to topple the game. It's Boy. not rip roaring. No. Yeah. They did, they wanted to topple Game Boy. Couldn't do it. Yeah. So. And, and they tried many different ways mm-hmm. with many different uh, approaches, and it just yeah. never fully came through. Yeah. Then there was a Sega CD. The Sega 32X. Yeah, 32X, that's right. Yeah. Sega CD was more of a success. Yeah. Uh, 32X is a flaming fucking disaster. Yep. Uh, there's yep. a really good Digital Foundry DF Retro episode. Yeah. Where he plays every single 32X game. Interesting, yeah. Uh, and the cool thing is he actually will take the 32X out yeah. and show you what the regular Genesis does and what the 32X is doing because they're joined processing. Right, they're joined processing. It's, it's really interesting uh, what does what. Yeah, there was a few guys who like did it where uh, if you didn't have it, because you know you have to hook in like all these things. It looks like a life support yeah. system for it because it was keeping it alive for another year or so. It was very apt. Uh, like, <laughs> like, like, yo, that Saturn's on the way, but not quick enough. <laughs> not quick enough. We gotta put a thing in. Uh, and someone's playing Primal Rage, but they forgot to put the, con- the graphics connector, so you're literally playing, you can play the game, but you can't see any of the fighters. Yeah. So you're yeah, and all the regular yeah. Genesis is doing is the background of the music. Right, yeah. It's so weird. So you have to like plug in the little thing and then you have it all. It's crazy. So the uh 32X definitely a big bomb. The Sega C D yeah. was important for them as a company. Yeah. Because that's how they made the Saturn. Right. Yeah. Um so I, but I would still consider Sega CD to be a failure. Right. Uh, yeah. Nomad yeah. failure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Saturn. Yeah. Which is a shame. In the U.S. Yeah. failure. Mm-hmm. Too expensive. Right. Too expensive around. Uh, too many 2D games in a yeah. 3D world. Right. Uh, you know, like, I love the Saturn. I've got a pretty good-sized uh, Saturn collection. Right. And it's 
but most <laughs> nobody else did. Nobody else did. Um, yeah. Nobody did at the time. Like, yes. People have them now. <laughs> I would like to do a Saturn episode. Sure. Just because I would actually like to do a Saturn Top 10. Right. Um, yeah. Along with that. I mean, yeah. like with the Game Gear, there's... There's not anything you need to go back to, right? But if you want to dick around with some old video games, right? Game Gear games are cheap, right? Like even these high dollar fucking secondhand stores are like <laughs> three dollars, three bucks maybe. I don't know because the yeah. games that like you're gonna find the most of are the games that sold a lot, and the games that sold a lot they're fucking everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing about buying a Game Gear before you buy a Game Gear. Make sure you see that thing work. Most of those screens don't work anymore. Don't work anymore, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there are aftermarket guys that will do some crazy voodoo with it. Right. It is interesting that, that like, given, like, the uproar of, like, retro gaming prices and everything, like, you can't get a freaking Nintendo less than $40, you know? It's crazy. But the Game Gear is still relatively like cheap. Like 15 bucks? It's like 15, $15 yeah. for a Game Gear. Uh, which is a little weird, because it was pretty loved, I feel like. It was pretty, uh... And you think that this, because it had so many fucking Sonic games, I think it had, like, eight or nine Sonic games, you'd think that the weird Sega fandom would at least buoy that. Right, exactly. Everybody talks about, uh, the best game on the Game Gear, everybody talks about is the, the Sonic Pinball game. Like, people... Sonic Spinball's really good. Sonic Spinball. I like Sonic Spinball anywhere. Right, yeah, that's the solid one that everybody talks about. There's a solid spinball level on uh, the the fan uh, the the the, the main Sonic Mania. Yeah, there's one where, where you do that, and then when you get into the center, you have to play Doctor Robotnik in Puyo Puyo, <laughs> which is Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. But it's like, it's a, I need to buy Sonic Mania. I still haven't bought it yet. Yeah, it seems I've like, heard enough good things where yeah. I'm like, fine, I'll fucking buy your dumb it, Sonic game. I mean, that's the thing. It seems like it's like it's like a it's like an old school 2D. And it was kind of plays itself. Made by fans, like all Sonic games. Like all Sonic games, they all play themselves. And you just kind of let it ride. Uh, but it's got some like decent, like oh, you know, like this is what it felt like to play an old one. Plus, it's got good uh, programming into it to where like the levels don't seem slowed or you know like because some of those old later levels just seem to be at a crawl's pace, yeah. and then you have to do precision platforming with Sonic. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work, so that seems to be kind of taken away. So it's uh, it's I like how big the levels are. Yeah, yeah, big they're levels. really big, really big levels. Yeah, lots but. of lots of bonus material and bonus levels and the little weird like getting the 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 weird ball, blue bubbles, blue balls or whatever, <laughs> blue balls. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, Game Gear. It's uh, it's an interesting little thing in time. Let's say you know. Uh, there's lots of them trapped to top of the Game Boy, and they never did. The Game Boy is, is it still like it's one of their top selling ones of all time, and like not the not just the original, but like that run of um, that line of games. I want to say, or I that think line. the game. No, the DS is their highest selling system yeah, of all time. Right, the Game Boy Advance is really close. Yeah, yeah. really close. Yeah. Uh, the PS2, I believe, is still the highest selling system of all right, time. I yeah. believe it's something insane, I believe like PS2 150 is, million. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I believe it's gigantic. Yeah, uh, yeah, play, uh, 155 mil, more than 155 million. Uh, Nintendo DS is 154. Very close. So very close to Nintendo DS. Crazy. And the Game Boy Color right behind it at 118. So really? yeah, so crazy. That's well, that's Pokemon Mania at its yeah, it's po- fever. That pitch. was the fever pitch of Pokemon Mania. Yeah. 
And that's really... Like, and it was all the idiots like me that never bought, like, any fucking color games, but you're like, I'm not using that seaweed fucking Game Boy I've had for ten years. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Four of the top ten most selling were are uh, four portable uh, uh, Nintendo games. Because, think about it. Game Boy Advance, uh, Game My Boy Color, mother DS. owns a 3DS. DS. Right. Exactly, yeah. It's just, it's just that casual gamer thing, you know? Yeah. So... Pretty crazy, yeah. Uh, best selling, and, and to be fair, fucking every one of these things, I end up buying like five. It's true because yeah. like, oh, I like this I think color. You, I think you pad these numbers more than anybody. Because <laughs> I'm seriously considering getting rid of my fucking Fire Emblem 3DS and getting that that white and spice orange <laughs> 2DS XL. What is the purpose? Oh, it's man. pretty. It is pretty. It is very pretty. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> white and spice orange. Spice orange. Spice bro. orange. Not just any orange. And is it like? Do they consider it pumpkin spice? Is that why? Is that? Didn't, no, I they, I consider pumpkin spice to be a darker okay. orange. Yeah, like a darker, like more spicy. Like yeah. not the inside of the pumpkin, the outside, outside of the outside of the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. that's a pumpkin orange. That's a me. pumpkin orange. Yeah, no, I get it. No, that makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, man, uh, that's the Game Gear. That's yeah, what I. It's good. It's an interesting it, thing. It is. Sega's always interesting because they sort of have these like because again it had the the. The most interesting thing was that it, I didn't know this until you told me before the podcast was that it actually ported Master System games. Yeah, didn't know that. And yeah, they so, had a device later where you could straight up slam a Master System cartridge into it. Right, and that that's interesting. Sega always is is pretty ahead of the times with that sort of like compatibility kind of uh, aspect to their stuff. Like we talked about the Naomi uh, that yeah. that system, which was basically like. We can do this for arcade games, and then we can put those th- same games on this new system, the Dreamcast, which was their last shot, and like, it's, well, and it's their last best shot at survival in, in a capacity. They had an interesting eye yeah. for ubiquity. Right, yeah. Like, when the Genesis came out, mm. they heard the outcry of people who owned Master Systems saying, like, well, I don't want to throw all my games away. Right. So they made the Master Base connector mm. for the Genesis, so you can yes. play Master System games on the Genesis. yes. And they always did what they could. Just like Microsoft is doing the same thing right now. They are. With buying your digital games and getting them on PC, mm-hmm. getting them on, 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 on Xbox. Yeah. Because it doesn't affect their bottom line very much. Right. But it comes off as consumer friendly. Yeah. Come to Sega, we're not going to make you get rid of all your shit. Right. Exactly. We're going to repurpose your old video games. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think... That's the mentality to have. Yeah. And I'm convinced to this day that the only reason the PS2 was backwards compatible is that they were afraid of a mutiny with the nearly 100 million people that had bought a PlayStation. Yeah. Because most people that bought PlayStations yeah. bought them within probably the last 24 yeah. months before that PS2 came out. Agreed. Because yeah. that's when yeah. some of the best stuff was coming out. Yeah. You know, your Metal Gears, your, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of shit. I would say that the only reason they got away with the PS3 is because the PS2 had such a long lifespan. As for, you know, like, because the PS2 had a long lifespan. But it, even that, they, compared the PS2's backwards compatible was, yeah. uh, compatibility was there at launch. Right. It was there for the people that it matters for, and then they right. just moved on. Right. Uh, but 
that people were ready to accept the PS3. I think is like, all right, you have to move up now. You know what I mean? It, it feels that way. Adoption for that thing was really slow. That's kind of why Microsoft got off to such a you know fast start. Oh, that's a good point. Their yeah, most actually. expensive system was yeah. four hundred. That's a good instead point. of the cheapest PlayStation, which was five hundred. That's right. That's right. You know, it, the that. PlayStation Three had a weird start. It, yeah, it's weird to think about that now, yeah. considering how well it did by the end. It's they true. fucking. Spun that sinking ship around and brought it back to port uh, yeah. in an amazing fashion. Yeah. Uh, but the the launch of that thing was bad, and we'll talk about that one day. Okay. Because yeah. that's... I forgot about that, honestly. That's Ken Kutaragi coming out saying, you're going to get a second job because you want a PlayStation so bad. There was some weird shit that happened. Oh, yeah. I forgot how bad that was. I It's just sort of like... Do you remember the PSP as the rear view camera at that first thing? And oh, fucking uh, right. Kazurai saying, Ridge Racer on state. <laughs> yeah. That fucking PlayStation 3 unveil was fucking weird. <laughs> we should talk about the unveils. And when they said yeah. 599 US dollars yeah a hush fell over the crowd like somebody just shit in the punch bowl it was fucking weird dude you just you just shot me right in the dick <laughs> right in the wallet man but yeah so yeah maybe we'll talk about that sometime but that has been the video struck podcast i believe yes i think we're done uh it's been this week's should be a good time for any other ones check us out at videostruck.com check us out on the dnn at destinationcomics.com slash dnn uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at VideoStruck and on Facebook at VideoStruck. You can also follow Haas. Follow me on Twitter at Haas underscore buddy. It's H-O-S-S underscore B-U-D-D-Y. I talk to wrestlers and talk about video games all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, if you're looking for a SNES Classic here in a week and a half, maybe follow me. I might be one of your best ways to find out who the fuck has them. That's true. Because uh, I retweet a lot of people that are talking about them and also will call them out in the wild yeah. uh, if I happen to see one. So, yeah, uh, yeah uh, follow me and uh, you know shoot me a DM if you're looking for something specific. And if I happen to see something on sale that you're looking for, you know I can yeah. forward some shit along. Rock on. Uh, but, uh, a little insider knowledge for you out there, folks. Should be a good time. I mean, I'm looking at this shit anyway. Yeah, there we go. All right, guys, that's it for this this week. We'll see you next time. We gotta go. And we're gonna talk about World of Warcraft. Are we? Yeah. Okay. I'm playing World of Warcraft right now. That's weird. Next week. <laughs> next week. Thank you for listening. D N N.